when we take time to reflect, we create a window into what we're doing and the why behind what we're doing. When we can see the what and the why, we can become much more intentional about our practice. Hello, Right Medicine friend, and welcome to the final episode of Season 6. We've almost arrived at winter solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, which is on December the 21st in 2023. And I have to say, I love solstice. This word is derived from the Latin solstitium, which comes from the parts sol, meaning sun, and sisteri, to stand still. And so the word solstice translates to something like the standing still of the sun. But today's episode is not a lesson in Latin, which, by the way, I took for five years at school. Alas, I remember very little except for snippets from Virgil's Aeneid, like Fortis Fortuna Adjuvat, which translates to something like Fortune Favors the Brave. Rather, today's episode is an exercise in standing still, because solstice presents an opportunity for us to look back at the year behind us and look forward to the lengthening of the days and what might lie ahead. In fact, we just worked through an exercise of reflect, review, and redirect as a group in Write CME Pro, which is the professional development membership I run for medical writers who specialize in CME and CPD. In CME and CPD, we know that reflection is a powerful tool. When we take time to reflect, we create a window into what we're doing and the why behind what we're doing. When we can see the what and the why, we can become much more intentional about our practice as CME CPD professionals. We can refresh personal and professional priorities, make conscious the unconscious, and boost our sense of self-agency by seeing what we accomplished. So in a spirit of standing still and reflection, I'm going to share some highlights that you might have missed from season six and preview what's in store in 2024 based in response to the listener survey we fielded this fall and conversations I've had with many of you over the last few months. And at the end of this episode, I'll be sharing details with you about a digital goodie bag just for you. By the way, listeners Renee and Regina were the lucky prize draw winners for our survey respondents. So fabulously glossy white ceramic mugs with the Right Medicine logo are on their way to your kitchen as we speak. And if you, dear listener, would also like to be sipping your morning coffee, tea, or other beverage from a Right Medicine mug, they are available along with other merch in the Right Medicine store, which you'll find on my website at alexhausen.com. The link's in the show notes. Since September, we've covered a lot of ground in Right Medicine. We've explored how to assess outcomes via self-efficacy and degrees of commitment to change, how to use checklists to streamline education content, how to build gender equity, and of course, how the CME-CPD community is using generative AI. We also covered tips on using plain language to create education content for both health professionals and patients. In episode 77, Ahava Liebtag shared a plain language checklist with us and also an ebook 
to support content creation on sensitive topics like addiction, mental health, palliative care, or vaccines. If you support learners through education on sensitive topics like these, this resource will help you find the right words and the precise phrasing to inform and empower your learners. In episodes 68, 70, 71, 75, and 76, so you don't have to remember all of these, I'll make sure to put links in the show notes, we explored different active learning tips and tricks to use in live online education activities and provide a foundation for facilitated learning. Notably for me, because I've taken her training, in episode 68, expert facilitator Gwyn Wandsborough shared tactics for running effective and engaging live online sessions. She reminded us how establishing psychological safety up front and getting all the voices heard early on in a virtual session encourages participants to actively contribute versus passively receive content. Tactics like using Ask Then Tell taps into what adult learning research tells us about the power of connecting content to experience. I've been applying Gwyn's advice to my own teaching and learning in Write CME Pro and at the University of Chicago, where I teach medical writing and editing ethics. And I'll be drawing on Gwyn's advice when I teach adult learning principles as part of the CHCP prep course at the Alliance's annual meeting in New Orleans in February 2024. If you're going to the Alliance conference, I'd love to connect with you. I'll be running a practice-based session on how to redefine responses to everyday stressors and co-presenting a session with Audrey Tarno, Karen Roy, and Alison Kickle on stories of entrepreneurship. Come and find me and let's connect. So here's a question for you. Can education address gender inequities in the health professions? Rebecca Ortega answered this question with a resounding yes in episode 72. She shared the work that Women as One is doing in cardiology to promote talent in medicine via several different education and professional development programs. Much of this work involves painstakingly building relationships with other organizations. And those of you who collaborate with partner organizations in CME and CPD will be keenly aware of just how much energy and strategy this type of work takes. But if CME CPD is going to be involved in building equity in the health professions, then perhaps the field should be doing a little more to design collaborative programs with nonprofit organizations that already focus on equity. What do you think? Perhaps your organization is already involved in this type of painstaking collaborative work. I'd love to hear about it and share your perspective with Right Medicine listeners. And of course, we explored generative AI and ChatGPT in episodes 74, 82, and 84. My personal takeaways remain similar to those I wrote about earlier this year for an article in Medium and for the American Medical Writers Association Journal. I've been playing with generative AI, Gen AI, quite a lot this year, mostly to support podcast production, but also for content ideation and as a collaborator, using Gen AI as a collaborator when I'm planning curriculum content. I'll include a text stack list in the show notes if you're interested in what I'm using beyond ChatGPT and Claude 
But here are the main lessons from Gen AI for me this year. Number one, explore and experiment with AI so that you can really understand its capabilities. Remember that you're in the driver's seat, so play around with the tools that you're using and adapt them to your specific content creation needs. Number two, AI tools can be effective for summarizing and extracting key points from medical texts or the kind of collateral that's generated from the many, many meetings that we participate in in CME and CPD. And we can ask Gen AI to improve or simplify language or quickly retrieve information from papers and documents. But AI absolutely has persistent limitations. It's not yet capable of independently handling complex writing tasks. And to be honest, a lot of AI content is still garbage, even with prompt refinement. It's not a replacement for human expertise, but it can be a supplement for human expertise, providing you review and refine AI-generated content as part of your own quality control. And I think this is key. And we really need to be transparent about how AI is being used in the content creation process. There's copyright and privacy issues when using AI. And there's a real danger, I think, of reproducing social, cultural, and political bias. As Luba Kasova wrote recently in an article for the Guardian newspaper, women in particular are largely absent from the AI world as developers and as the experts who communicate about AI. These people are mostly white men and mostly US-based. So it's fair to say there's a real danger that AI-generated content in general and in the world of CMECPD will be homogenous and shaped by the voices and experiences of a pretty narrow social, cultural and economic group. And now I'm sending a big thank you to all of the guests who shared their wisdom and insights on the podcast in season six. And if you are wondering how I select topics and guests for the podcast, here's how. Fans of the show say the main reasons they listen is number one, for their own professional education and development. Number two, to learn about what their peers and colleagues are doing in CME and CPD. And number three, to learn about continuing healthcare education strategies. So I use these three criteria to select guests for the podcast who are doing interesting work directly in CME and CPD, but also people who are doing interesting work in fields that are adjacent to our field. That's one reason why we've had so many guests in season six who work in adult learning and professional development in general rather than CME and CPD in particular. We can learn a lot from a cross-disciplinary focus, and I think that's one of the themes that we're going to be encountering in the annual meeting in February in New Orleans. But right medicine is evolving. As you're probably very well aware, this podcast is in a very niche podcast market. CME CPD itself is a very niche industry that virtually no one outside of medicine has ever heard of. But did you know that Right Medicine is the only podcast that airs weekly and shares an inside look at the work that CME CPD professionals are doing to support health professionals 
and ultimately patience. Over the last three years, the podcast has evolved into a hub of consistent quality information that throws expert light on the past, the present, and the future of CME CPD, as well as being a space to explore best practices in creating education content. Right Medicine's listener demographics have evolved as well, and many of you are medical writers who work in or are trying to break into CME and CPD. Medical writers survey respondents told us that they tune in to Right Medicine to get tips and tricks for content creation, build evidence-based knowledge about CME CPD writing, and learn about the career trajectories of established writers. These reasons led us to add the First Friday feature in Season 6, which showcases medical writers, and also to introduce listener Q&A before recording expert interviews, as we were able to do with Nuria Negrau and Katie Lucero. We'll expand this in 2024. You'll be able to post questions that you want me to ask guests, or questions directly for me via the podcast website, my newsletter, Right Medicine Insider, and LinkedIn. And talking of the newsletter, in 2024, you'll also be able to listen to an audio version as an alternative to the email version, less to process in your inbox and more accessible for listening on the go. You might have noticed that I've been saying we a lot in this episode. That's because I hired a podcast manager in January of this year. One of my goals for 2023 was to grow the podcast and reach more listeners in CME, CPD, and perhaps even beyond. Aaliyah from Golden Goose Creative has been instrumental in this respect. She helps me edit and schedule the podcast and stay on track with all the production tasks necessary to publish regularly and consistently. Golden Goose Creative has also been helping me build out a YouTube channel for Right Medicine, which we'll continue to do in 2024. And because of you, dear listener, Right Medicine continues to get a five-star rating on Spotify with positive reviews about why you like the podcast. And until recently, we had consistent five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts too, until someone left a one-star rating with no review. I'll tell you, that stung, and it sent me crashing into a bit of a spin for a hot minute. But I'm going to be sharing an episode next year on what that lonely single star taught me about feedback. By the way, if you have not yet reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do this. Your five-star reviews help other listeners find the podcast, and I'm not going to lie to you, they also keep my spirits up. And despite that lonely single star, Right Medicine is streaming in 25 countries and being shared pretty widely via direct links. So please keep sharing the podcast with your peers, colleagues, and clients. Because of your sharing, podcast listeners grew by 647% in 2023. And if you'd like to partner with Right Medicine to channel your message to CME CPD professionals, then let's talk. My email is in the show notes. What's coming up in 2024? Well, we'll be making some other changes to the podcast too, based on your survey responses, our conversations on LinkedIn and over email, and what we're seeing in the podcast industry. 
First, we're launching a new website with improved functionality to help you more easily find and share episodes. For each episode, you'll still have show notes, a transcript, and timestamps. But now each episode will be categorized for easier search and retrieval. You'll be able to rate and review the podcast directly from the website in addition to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave messages, insights, or questions for me. The second change for 2024 is that the podcast is now part of the Health Podcast Network. This network is home to the best health podcasts on the planet, including podcasts on digital health, health IT, health policy, mental health, patient education, and professional development. Podcasts like White Coats of the Round Table, At the Core of Care, and the podcast by Kevin MD. Joining a network was a goal for me this year, and I'm delighted that we found and have been welcomed into the Health Podcast Network family. And third, many of you want conversations with guests that are even more practical. Exposure to examples of real-life situations in CME and CBD, and occasionally shorter, bite-sized episodes. Well, we can do this, for sure. And looking ahead, 2024 promises to be a pivotal year for CME and CPD and for Right Medicine. We'll explore digital imprint, what it is and why it matters, strategies for building a global CME-CE program, research findings on CME-CPD professionalization, imposter syndrome in this field, what's going on accreditation-wise in Europe, and much, much more. We'll include guests who are at the forefront of these issues, your peers, colleagues and clients, and perhaps even you, yes, you, Right Medicine friend. We'll also include shorter episodes that specifically speak to medical writers who are interested in specialising in writing CME and CPD content. So please stay tuned in 2024. And if you want to work directly with me in 2024, I have some different options for you. Write CME Pro will continue to be the core professional development hub for writers ready to specialize in CME CPD content, along with expanded coaching programs for writers and others. But I'll also be launching a cohort-based program for content creators who are looking for done-with-you support to launch and grow a sustainable CME CPD writing business. More information on that to come in the new year. And in January, I'm offering a podcast intensive for program planners, scientific directors, education strategists, and writers who are involved in CME CPD podcast production or who are thinking about it. As we know, podcasts are an incredible way for health professionals to share their real world expertise especially so when they're guided by people who know both the disease area and how to tease out learning and clinical practice implications. But there's very little guidance out there for folks who are interviewing or prepping faculty for podcasts. So in this hands-on workshop, you'll learn techniques for voice warm-up and addressing nerves, interview technique, pacing and cadence, how to create podcast scripts, equipment, editing tools, and much more. Doors open early January. If you're not already on my email newsletter, now's the time to hop on so that you'll get information about that podcast intensive, 
as early as possible. And that's it from me for season six and for 2023. I want to thank you, Right Medicine friend, from the bottom of my heart for listening and for your continued support and engagement. This really keeps me going with the podcast. Creating each episode involves extensive research and preparation, recording and editing, and building out additional materials like the show notes and resources to support your learning, like the CME CPD Creators Inclusion Toolkit, the Gen AI Cheat Sheet, and of course, the Right CME Roadmap. And here's the digital goodie bag. If you do not yet have these resources, then head on over to my website to get access to these and to an exclusive podcast feed with four relaxing practices to help you unwind over the holiday period, replenish your energy, and plant those seeds for your own growth in 2024. I'll share the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining us this season. I'm signing off now, but I'm already eager to reconnect with you in 2024. Nuria Negrau returns as our first guest to complete the trilogy of our series on generative AI in CME CPD. Until then, stay curious, keep learning, and go gently. <laughs>